Blog Talk Radio.
right, all right, all right. You know what that there means. It is Tuesday in Michelle's voice, and it is 8.04, and it's time to get into the Scoop Radio Show for this evening. Um, don't know if you've been following along today, but we have got a packed show for you guys. Um, one that I believe all three of us are very excited about. It's one that um, <clears throat> you all, I'm hoping, are excited about because we have been um, having some really, really good conversations over the last few weeks. So I think this is going to fall right in line with that. Um, so get the business out of the way. We are an interactive show here at the Scoop Radio Show. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts on all of tonight's topics, whether it be news to our main topics. And you can do that by commenting live on this post. You can comment. And when we'll allow those to show on the screen so we can all join the conversation and hear what you and see what you have to say. If you would rather we hear what you have to say, we invite you to give us a call. You can do that by dialing 929-477-2304, then pressing the number one to let us know that you would like to share on live and then listen for the last four digits of your phone number to know that it is your turn. Um, we encourage you to do that. Um, we look forward to you doing that. So, yeah, dial the number. Also, we want you to share, share, share this live. We work really, really hard to provide this show for you, and we think what we're talking about, the world needs to know about. And we can only do that with your help. So please hit that share button. Tell your people why you watch the scoop and why they should too. And we appreciate you. Lay you long time. All right. So we are a team here at the scoop. Uh, we none of us can do it alone. So I want to say hey. I am Q Willis, and uh, I want to introduce you to the team. So. Kel, how are you, sis? Doing good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Lit for tonight. <clears throat> All right. Good, good, good. When? How you doing, bro? Right. <laughs> Have you recouped from this weekend? I'm good. There's the panda. Mm. Good. All right. Do you, because th- let me ask you this: as a accountant, what's the way proper way that this should have been set up? Because I think for me, that's part of like he had a, he has the financial person. Um, he had that. So that wasn't something that was there. That's who kind of blew the whistle on this. But at the same time, like, I, I guess I'm always concerned, and maybe it's because I've never had this much money, but when $1.5 million comes up missing. Right. Why we got a debit card? Why is there an ATM card where we could draw money? <laughs> like in the article, it talks about how he he pulled out $500,000 in cash. How you even do that? Right. <laughs> like how? I mean, that's not an ATM withdrawal. I mean, you went into a bank and pulled out yeah. a half million dollars, which is... So that, that makes me think that his name was on account. And so you should, especially if you have somebody else besides yourself checking things, you need to have two signatures. I mean, you could have so many checks and balances in place. Um, for things like that to protect yourself. So, to me, just them being a friend, just being real lax, baby. Yeah. Just 
And then I think some of it is busy. I mean, you're busy, you're playing NBA, so you know you got a busy schedule. You're traveling, you know. Levar, uh, he just has the baby. <clears throat> he's trying to be a rapper. I don't know nothing. Yeah, he's trying. Yeah, Lonzo trying to be a rapper. He had a but y'all don't watch the show. I'm gonna need y'all to get on the show. Him and his girlfriend. Yeah, I don't watch the show. Him and his girlfriend had a baby. Um, you know, then the, the father started the JBA League, so you know his, the father's kept watching that, traveling overseas with the boys while they trying to do their thing. So it was almost like Lavar was the face pushing the people to it, but Alan was like the handling the handling the business aspect of it, and wasn't which is normal. I mean, that's normal in the company. I mean, that's not unnormal that you have somebody, but it's just. Yeah. And what was the name? What was the name of the guy who stole the money? He, which some of the people are asking about uh, who we're talking about. We're Alan, talking about Alan Foster. Alan Foster and um, Lavar Ball. Yeah, we're talking about Big Baller Brand. Big Baller Brand. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we're just talking about that scandal. So people are asking on the live. Yeah, I'm just, I, you know, I feel bad for him because. And then I'm interested to see, you know, like they also in the article it talks about how um, the Lakers, you know, the, so Lonzo also hurt his ankle again for like the second or third time. So now uh, the Lakers are asking him, you know, is it the shoes? Do you need to switch shoes? Like, is that why you keep getting hurt? So, like, this is a whole big thing is now. His own, is his own shoes hurt? That's what they say. they like, look, you know, maybe this is your own shoe. Maybe you need to retire the big ball of brand shoe. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wearing Jodie boots on the basketball court. I mean, <laughs> Jodie boots that have not been tied up. Right. Yeah. That's so. like Like I said, I want to see I want to see the man do well. So, you know, I'm I'm definitely here for it. But so, yeah, I agree with David says. Sounds like somebody trusted someone too much and didn't know them well. Didn't take the time. Yeah, I mean, it sounds about. I agree with David. I just think it's just to me, it's just tough because again, this is supposed to be you know a family friend, and you want to. You know, you want to do business with people who you think you know and who you can trust. But my question, I want to know, which we haven't heard yet, is the court. Like I said, did Lavar know this past before they went into business together? And if so, then I got a real. My next question is then, why did you trust him with the money, or have and not have more checks and balances in place? Right. I can understand. Okay, you know, he still. I could still let him in the business. But if I've already known that you just got out of jail, out of prison, for defrauding 70 investors of, of $4 million, my spidey senses <laughs> might be like, maybe I don't want to trust bro with the money. You can have the manufacturing, mm-hmm. but I don't know about the money. So I don't do that because... 
you know, the big thing we always talked about was, you know, his dad was doing too much. Now Lonzo, like, look, I'm a grown man, dog. I got my own business. So I'm proud of him. He owns 50%, over 50% of the company. So we'll see what happens. All right. Next story. Next story. So uh, Us, Jordan Peele's Us has the biggest opening weekend of any original horror film in history. Uh, Jordan Peele's follow-up to his 2017 smash hit Get Out was extraordinarily high heading into its opening weekend, and the movie now has receipts to show for it. Uh, the article says, bolstered by stellar buzz from the South by Southwest premiere and strong critical reviews, Us raked in enough money in the first weekend to make it the largest domestic opening weekend ever for an original horror film. It's not a sequel or reboot. Or based on another existing property. It topped $70 million domestically, beating the previous record holder last year's A Quiet Place. Um, it says the film also garnered the biggest domestic opening weekend for an original R-rated film, beating the previous record holder Ted, which opened at $54 million in 2012, and it had the, high, the second highest uh, opening for a live original, a live action original film after Avatar, in 2009, which came in just over 77 million. So let's talk. First of all, did either of you see the movie? No. No. I'm going. No, I'm I'm, I'm planning to see it this weekend. I'm scared. <laughs> this is one I actually I am not a fan of horror movies, scary movies like at all. Um, but after Get Out, I dig the hell out of how Jordan Peele creates movies. So I am all for us. I want to go see it. James does not want to go see it. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Looking for somebody to go. I will have to find me a buddy to go see it with. Um, but I have already uh, YouTube some of the spoilers because I know that his movies are that deep that I can see what's happened and still be like, what, what, when I go see it. So I'm not even tripping about that. I wanted to kind of get an understanding of what the conversations were going to be about. Um, and I am excited for this. Uh, this 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 keeps all of my rabbit hole spaces. Like I, this is gonna go down all of those deep, dark, endless, never-ending sentences type situations for me. I'm excited because <laughs> it just it feels like it's gonna pique all of my extra interest, and I'm I'm here for it. I like I like how he produces movies, and I'm honestly hoping he doesn't keep it just in the scary realm. But how, and I'm a hug because I know Kale's got to go next, but I was explaining when people get, people don't always get his type of movie creation, and I think what he's doing with Scary is, it's, it's so poetic, because in a way, he's showing America how we've been low-key living in our very own horror movie, and we've, like, psyched ourselves out to this entertainment with CG and these random-ass plots and stuff that we've been making popular, but we are legit living in our very own horror story. And he's, like, unveiling it in a way that mind tricks us into being like, what? And, like, you can't help but have these deep conversations about real life that are legit based on what we watch in these movies. Some of the conversations that were birthed from Get Out have changed the way we see our country, period. White folks, black folks, pink people, and you breathe life, if you had a conversation about that movie, you see stuff different. So, like, I'm, I'm here for this movie and him, period. Congrats to him. Yeah, definitely congratulations, because I, I've liked him for a 
from the uh, the comedy day. So P- I P- thought P- everything. P- P- yeah. P- 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 yeah. Um, and so I like him on Comedy Central. And so I was excited when he did step into this realm. I'm also hoping he doesn't always keep it for, but us just looks really, really scary to me. Like, it looks scary. And y'all know I'm for many days. So I will go see it in the daytime, like high noon. Yeah, let's go matinee, Kel. We can go together. I've heard it's not that bad, though. And then watch cartoons the rest of the day, I'll probably be all right. I've heard that it's not that bad. It's more scary than anything else. I mean, excuse me, it's more insightful than okay. scary. Like, you got to be on your, think, your thinking game to, mm-hmm. to see this movie. But I have, I've heard that it's not that scary. Okay. And I've seen mixed reviews. Like, I've seen <clears throat> people say it was horrible. They wish they would have never saw it. But I also mm-hmm. see a lot of people who are like, you know, I've, I've heard that, you know, some of my woke friends talk about you got to be a deep thinker to see this movie, and, uh, you know, so, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going for it. I'm here for it. All right, we'll, 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 we'll know next week. We don't go. We'll know next week. But 70 million, I mean, I'm proud of 70 million. I can't even cry. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't, I'm, I'm excited about 70 million. And, and see the see what he's doing and he does some good stuff. So yeah, we definitely gonna have to keep an eye on that and see where it goes. I don't think it's gonna do Black Panther numbers, but I do think that this this will continue to do well. So I think this is too segmented to do Black Panther numbers. That yeah. was a family movie. This one's got the content keeps it out of Black Panther realm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's not in a scared movie, so no. I think we gotta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a Marvel action movie. Right, or even thinking movies. If we want to even take it out of the horror realm, everybody's not really even that deep. Everybody don't want to go deep when they want entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just want to watch a movie. I'm not trying to be in right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, well, that's what we got tonight. News. Um, this segment has been brought to you. By the Level Up Conference. Um, <laughs> Level Up Conference is <laughs> Global Drive Conference that's going to be held August 9th, 10th, and 11th in Chicago, Illinois. Um, if you're ready to take your faith, your family, and your finance, oh, wait a second. Let me do this. Hold on. I ain't got to do that this time. Y'all want to hear something real cool? Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Global Drive Network, the group that's changing a generation while raising the conversation, wants to see your face in the place this summer from August 9th to 11th at the 2019 Level Up Conference. Level up your faith, family, and finances. Learn, connect, and grow from ordinary to extraordinary. Register at levelupchicago.com. Let's level up in the Windy City. Get it, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> our com- we done leveled up our commercial. There we go. Yeah. <clears throat> Shoot, now we can say two commercials for the one time. Two commercials. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 that's 
Keith was up. I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to do that. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Thanks. I don't, all right. Well, this first song tonight, um, our first song tonight is, yeah, we've done this one before. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's all, but now I got to say, I got to say the name this time. <clears throat> it's All Belongs to You by Alishima Takoa featuring Phil Tarver. Again, all belongs to you. After this, we're going to get into our hot topic. Um, definitely don't go anywhere. We got Cardi B up next on hot topic, so don't go anywhere after this. Uh, so the hot topic got uh, with Kels, After All Belongs to You by Alishima Takoa featuring Phil Tarver. Right back on the Scoop Radio Show.
the sheriff's world and they that dwell therein. Come on and worship. I think that's the worst that's going to happen. 
dudes are okay. dudes, dudes are gonna be like, I felt I felt um, Cardi B raped me. <laughs> like dudes not about to do that. Not for the, not not for the sake of being mad about it. No, it's like man, I excuse my language, but they're gonna be like, I smashed Cardi B. That's about it. What what you think, Keith? Same question. Yeah, I don't. I agree with Wynn. I don't think anything is gonna really come of this. I think they're just gonna create a lot of argument between. Supporters and non- and non-supporters. Um, it's already done that, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I was talking with Dre, and I think um, this will be the creation of the Them Too movement. Um, it's kind of the back, it's the opposite of the Me Too, you know, because that gets to be ours as far as women are concerned. And men the whole time have been saying, well, y'all do it too. And we all all like, okay, well, where they at though? So <laughs> there's one woman who came out, but as far as, Brown people are concerned. Um, she didn't really register with us. We don't identify with her. But right now, Cardi B is hot. She's the new thing. Her whole way of getting here is questionable for people. Like this in itself, some folks like she's so many people's guilty pleasure based upon how she got here. Right. And I mean, like they admit it, and like they have this 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 look of complete bliss on their faces, even when they share that they love her. Like, I love her. Like, it's some deep, it's crazy, the hold that she's got on people right now. It's, it's her time. So, in a way, we always talk about how, you know, when we get into the limelight, here they come. Here we are. You know what I'm saying? So, we can't, even without downgrading or reducing what she's done or what we're discussing here, we cannot glaze over the timeline of this happening. Nobody cared when this was alive and she was just a little random chick, good chick from On Love and Hip Hop that no one thought we were going to see anymore. Now it's breaking charts and headlining shows. Now it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, and I'm yeah. still happy with the whole how I feel about this. I'm a, I ain't going to front. I have no solid standing on this yet because I'm in my feelings about this. <laughs> I that. I mean, and you're, you're absolutely right. When people get to a certain level, we joke about it, like, you know, you made it when mm-hmm. uh, we joke about things like this. So people probably went digging for something. Yep. I'm sure people yep. dig all the time. That's why this thing came up in her little memory. treating her as a rapist 
I mean, because if you really look at it, she could be charged from from sexual assault to theft. I mean, there's more than just one charge here that she could possibly, and those, you know, carry some time if, mm-hmm. you know, if they really wanted to, which is, again, I don't think anybody really wants to see her go to jail. I don't think, like I said, I would be surprised if any man actually presses charges against. Yeah, I would. Because the guy that came forward already said he don't want to press charges. He yeah. doesn't want to move on with his life. Yeah. Why do you bring it up? Yeah, well, right, right. right. That's exactly what I said. I agree. <laughs> what I said. If you are going to put your face on this movement and say, yes, it happened to me, but I'm cool, though, then stay cool. Stay yeah. down somewhere. Like, what, what was the point of that? Because if anything, it does not do anything for those people she did violate that may really want to come forward and say something. I had this discussion with my husband as we were talking about this on the way home. But he hadn't really, he had heard a little bit about it, but he hadn't really pay much attention to it. And he said, no man is going to say, he said the same thing when said, no man is going to say she did that. And I told him, I said, but you, I don't know if men really understand what it would do for the movement as a whole if you guys did say something. Right. We don't have a problem with y'all saying it happened to me. Other men have a problem with that. Do you know I what know, I mean? Uh, it's not, but see, okay. Feel like, yes. Somebody say it happens to us than the deserving women who just shouldn't have been there wearing the skirt at the wrong time. Like, right. if a man said, yes, I was violated too. I wasn't in the wrong place at the wrong time. Or hell, maybe I was having a good time, which I should be able to do. And she took advantage of me. Boom. Like, that would change the game. But no. Y'all, I don't want to hear, hear no more, like, one comment <laughs> from a guy that says, well, Bill Cosby didn't get a chance to run off on the flood crucifier. But it mean that if you won't come forward, then that's your own fault. Yep. I want to be the man in here. Go, go on a press charge. You might get you a couple of dollars or something. I don't know. But you can't blame that on society if everybody is leaning towards the fact that, you know, men are not going to come forward. Um, another comment. I'm not saying. Well, I'm not saying this. I'm not, I don't think we're blaming it on society. I'm saying that that as a man, forget. I don't think that it's necessarily that men have a problem with other men who do it. I think that it is culturally to us. So let, let me let me give it. So culturally to us, this is a woman. So what? Why are you upset that? this happened to a woman. Now, if we look at it from like a Terry Crews standpoint, when it was another man, that was a problem for us. Like we were like, because right, exactly. Exactly. Because culturally now all of our homophobia is, is rising up. Whereas when it comes to another, to a woman, it's like, but you mad, but you got a chance to smash Cardi B. Like the only thing you should be mad about was that you was drugged, and according to his article, he doesn't remember it, and you lost eight hundred fifty dollars. I was saying you lost eight hundred fifty dollars. So another comment uh, from a guy that says no different than any other hustler or rapper who spoke about robbing or selling drugs. So I thought that was a very good point. Um, That's a lot of my conflicts with this. Honestly, yeah. I love rap music, and like I feel real hypocritical coming down on her for saying this 
in a moment of not even glorifying it. She was like desperate and flashing and emotional going in because she's worked for this and someone is trying to say, you haven't earned your spot. She wasn't on a track going in about all the dudes that she done with. You know, like that wasn't what this was. Yeah. But <clears throat> I cannot say I do not have some of the glorifying womanizing men in my playlist. And we'll hang them like hardcore. So for me, it was hard. That's why I said I don't really have a, I felt some type of way about even my stances regarding other people in this situation. Because now I feel vested in it because I like her. I wasn't ever really connected to R. Kelly. Couldn't really care less about Bill Cosby. My mama been telling me about him since I was a little video girl. You know what I'm saying? So that never really registered with me. But Cardi, I rock with Cardi. I identify with her, so to speak. So for this one, this one was hard for me. And I love rap music. And I get that this is a part of the culture, that if you want to take this specific situation from it and say, oh, look at this, it's so terrible in comparison to now what's popular as me too, you can't separate this from the culture that created part. Like, she is one of many, many women, um, I mean, one one woman amongst many, many men who have made their whole careers off of this. So, in my mind, and out as me waking up and growing as a woman, maturing and all of that, I understand that even that may not have been a positive for me to be loving and becoming a part of that culture, that part of the culture. But I can't deny that that is very much a part of the music that I love. And I really have a hard time going, oh, Cardi, like to that degree, because I get it. You know what I mean? I get that part. So, you know, this one this one has me hushing. I ain't got much to say on this one. I'm just like, so, mm. so for either, either, let me ask you, Kels, and then Q, uh-huh. come back to you. So if she, if she is charged, let's just say, which I doubt, dude comes back and says, I'm gonna press charge with a man because I can press charges. Would would culturally men and women, men or women, see this as, you know, maybe, you know, if let's say 30, 40 people come out and do this, 40, 50 people come out and say, yeah, this happened to me too. Would would the response, would would you look at this and say, you know, this is a problem and, and she needs to go to jail um, and be able to divorce the music from the woman or would we be able, would we similarly say this is the culture, this is the game, this is the culture of um, the, the sex industry. She was doing what she had to do at the moment to get ahead. Like what would, would, we, would there be a, a rationale behind it? I mean, I already, I'm already on the stance as much as I like Cardi and I think after um, coming to terms with wanting to disassociate or have my own little stance on those who harm others, I think I would probably have a hard time listening to our music again if, you know, multiple people started coming out and saying it. I already said I felt really bad. I was very disappointed um, when I saw that the video was real because I, you know, didn't know for sure what had happened, but then when I re- when I got to listen to the video, yeah, I was very disappointed. So I probably I don't know if I would like bash her just all out, but I think I would probably listen to her music less if at all. Yeah. If it does blow into something more. Uh, yeah. Some of the comments and responses she's had makes me think that she is regretful. Um 
But again, I say it all the time. All this being real ain't always cracked up to me. <laughs> Come on, man. You, you ain't got to be that yeah. real. Yep. <laughs> I pretty much agree with Wynn. I mean, with uh, Kels, Wynn. I know you were saying I'm next. But, yeah, I agree with, with Kels. I would, I would hate it. Because like my playlist is lit right now <laughs> with all the music you see is all over. Like real talk, my work playlist goes hard. Um, so I but I can't be the woman that I say that I am and the life that I'm trying to lead and the example I'm trying to be for my sons and daughters and say that, oh, but I like her though. You know what I mean? And I, and I, and I can't feel some type of way about anybody who still continues to listen to R. Kelly or support Bill Cosby or Whatever we gonna figure out with Michael Jackson when it's all said and done. However, we ain't gonna leave Michael alone. Yeah, I can't say those things and then say, but I like her though. I can't be that exception just because it suits me. So I'm really hoping that you know we're able to move on. You know, this can be what it is. Like we said earlier, we talk about it and (laughs) the little fold. This was me that came out, kind of fades into the darkness, and we say, okay, bro, we see your face now. Let's go. And we move on with life. But if it did grow like that, I mean, Cardi B will be Cardi Ben. And she will, I hope she keeps the uh, money is together. I hope her accountant had it together. So when she gets to school, what she got to do, she'll have some money for her and little culture, and they'll be all right. I hope, I hope Offset is planned for the Offset. <laughs> if that's the case. Y'all don't ran for Offset off. Um, Dwayne yeah. says, this is how we change the culture. We get predators, male, females out. With that being said, I don't think the dynamic of her crime is the same. Um, I thought she had more robbery issues than she has sexual assault or rape. The majority of the business, or if anything, I think they will have a harder time proving that that is what happened as opposed to the Bill Cosby, R. Kelly situation. For the fact that those people say they weren't there to have sex. That was never a part of the plan for the women with R. Kelly or, mm, I don't know, we are still fuzzy with R. Kelly. We don't know. The fact they age who lolly him out of there. I'm going to just take him out of the equation. We're going to talk about Bill Cosby because that's the most parallel. But, like, they did not have that plan. Cardi was a stripper. Back in those days, the most opportunity you were going to meet her was stripping. If you stripping, drinking in the club, the connection is if you go into the hotel after it ain't the chit chat so if after seeing you get drugged and robbed within the hotel room with the stripper it looks bad so the lawyer she uses them coins to get the right team that could be a hard sell for the sexual assault side of that robbery look line and secret she got it but sexual assault or right is going to be a hard case to prove now Flip it and have it be a male rapper with a drunk chick in a room after a concert, and everyone's gonna say, yeah. "Well, you there?" I mean, we say the same thing. Yeah, Mike Tyson was, but but I think the difference in this instance is she already. It's, we have it on video that she said that she right. did. She that's, it. So right. that's gonna be but the she, problem. Yeah, and she said that she drugged and robbed. Mm-hmm. Right. So really, I I don't even know how rape got into it. And I, I'm like, how does that even begin? Because he said, because he said he saw the, he found the used condom. The condom. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, why, if she drugged them and robbed them, why would she even have to have pictures? I don't know if I believe that. I mean, if she said, well, I don't know if she said she had sex with them, but I, she said. She didn't say that, though. Okay. He said that. Okay. <laughs> 
and we took that and morphed it. <laughs> I just think that, yeah, maybe it was the used condom part that was like, oh. If you draws a man, is he really going to be, I mean. And he said he was intoxicated at the club. They were already drinking at the club. So even then, the lawyer could say, did he just not know his limits? Is that when he blacked out, when they finally got to the room, were you really drugged? How do you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, we've seen them pick women apart. Oh, yeah. For these but, her saying, but her saying that she drugged them, that's... I'm only speaking to the rape. I'm only speaking to the rape part of it. I don't... That drug and then Robert, you said that. Yeah. How would you rape a dude if you drugged him? But I don't... What you mean? It's you can get up depending on the drug and the dude. Well, I guess, oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying. It, it depends. It works. Molly, X, those types of things that have you gone and out of yourself blacked out is in, in all kinds of different forms. And depending on who you're talking to, your version of I'm out is so, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it just, and drugs react different to all types of folks. But as far as they, sex, women can get wet while out and men can get hard while out. So, it's just one of those things. If you're arousing that portion of your body, it can absolutely happen. Yeah, I guess I'm just thinking about the way her personality is. Why would she think she needs to jump on, on something mm-hmm. if she done robbed? <laughs> like the robbery was happening, if that was going. Um, Lots we of had questions. Let's see. Um, now, there was a good comment that Dwayne made about uh, if entertainers are talented enough, do we forgive them? And just to answer that, I, I don't want to okay. say we have used that art. But I don't want to say that it's really totally talent that we're attached to. I think it's more that we're attached to the feeling that the music gives us and the memories that we have with said music that attach us to entertainment. Because there's tons of people who don't make it. So I don't think it's just like, oh my God, they're just that talented. But that is an argument that people think should mask any ill feelings. Yeah. People with talent. I think the connection is deeper than talent. Cardi has, with her um, being so real, that's something that attracted a lot of us to her. Um, just thinking that her confidence helps us to find our own mind. You know, mm-hmm. I so, agree. Uh, we grew to those songs and and have the time because she said some real things in there that we probably wouldn't say. Like I'm not gonna say. If I see you, I don't speak. That means I don't f with you. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. I relate to the state. Mm-hmm. A very good point. Here's one more. This is about the y'all. Do you think that there are other um, female entertainers out there who have done some other things that that may pop up now? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, our co- I, I, I think it's. Mm, I don't follow a lot of the other genres of music that much, but I know for sure hip hop and R and B have all kinds of ish sprinkled through that. Like we we listen to our lyrics. Like if you listen to the lyrics, that's not that's not poetry. That's not just coming out of the air. You know what I'm saying? Those come, that comes from somewhere. And we have totally bought into the, you got to do a little bit to get a little far, you know, to get somewhere. You know, we are totally quid pro quo in our uh, 
um, in our culture, in our music, our entertainment culture. Um, and it's, and, and it's, we've been preyed upon in that way, men, women alike. And I think it's, it's going to get, <clears throat> the music has already started to shift as far as content. And the fact that we have so many of our artists moving into the independent spaces, I think it's going to offer more space for more artists to say why. For the longest time, they've been talking about the money aspect of it. I think a lot of our lost R&B singers, <laughs> our girls that we came up with, the, the singles, the cassette tapes that we had one of and never saw again, we're going to find out why we never heard from some of these women again. Where morals beat out fame, you know, those types of things. When which Mama told me about myself, beat out what homeboy music producer told me about myself. And we're going to start to hear that. I, I, that's what I think. Uh, but, yeah, this isn't the end <laughs> at all. Because I was like, I'm just going to think of, like, okay, I guess, for example, Nikki Minaj, which is like her nemesis. You know, and with her, Nikki, you know, she talked really bad. There were some issues with her and her how she treats um, the men in her life and stuff like that before. but. It seemed like it, it, we talked about it for a little bit and then it got real push. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering if even things like that just will start a trend of, you know, holding um, women more accountable. Success. No, we should. No. I hope so. <laughs> not <laughs> not by other men, no. Mm-hmm. Men are, I'm telling you, men are not going to in droves report that they were raped or by a famous person. Now, I mean... But it's, if it's you, raped, it's robbed. I think we're just... Okay, or robbery. Them. We're not going to talk about... No. You're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I got robbed by a girl. That's that's the way you're it's going to sound. We're victimized at all. By a girl. That's, that's, the, that's the problem. Dudes in the whole, <laughs> whole lot of them like, uh, I got robbed by a girl. That's, that's how other dudes were how it's going to cut it sounds to other men. And because of that stigma, oh, you the dude that got robbed by an old girl. It's like when you were a kid. If you were, if you got a boy that got beat up by a girl, you got made fun of. It's the same concept. Okay, I get it. I get it. You got beat up by a girl. I get it, and I don't. But I'm going to hush about it because we're out of time. I get it, but I don't. I, I'm not gonna let that just be that. But for the time when the conversation, I'm gonna let right. it. Right. I mean, weak sauce ass reason hey. to allow it to get things to happen, and then bitch about it. Like every time, I don't want to hear no remarks about women being victims. If men don't, y'all don't want to be the victim, but then want to be mad with somebody else. I don't think it's so that we don't want to be. I think that we don't want to to look weak. Okay. So I think I think we I think we can say, and this is this is part of the conversation that we're going to have in the next hour. But right, it's, it's the we don't want to look like we're weak. We don't want to look like we weren't in control. We don't want to look like we're not a man because men don't get beat up by girls unless she's, you know, China from WWE. You know what I mean? Like if she was somebody like that. Like, oh, okay. But you're not supposed to get done by. Little Cardi B. That's just again. I'm not suggesting it's right. I'm just suggesting saying that. We hear you, but again, yeah. I don't want to 
I don't want to see no, I don't want to see no more crying about women being victims when men won't stand up. Yep. You should use that strength for some, for some emotional stuff sometimes. Anywho, <laughs> I put a reminder. Sometimes. Sometimes. Kitten clothing. Uh, curvy kitten is more than a clothing line. It's a movement, a movement to realize that loving all of our curves, no matter what size, is the foundation for loving each other. Get you some curvy kitten at www.curvykittens.com. Um, use code KKNEW for a 10% discount. And we have some music on this is the Tuesday. Uh, the next song is Jumping In by Josh James and Jay Dunn The Watch. Right. 